Hi there. Welcome to the Rent Stew Podcast. You're about to enter a world of chaos, presented by Eric Ish and Owen Kelly. So whether you're on your way to work, at work, or sitting down enjoying a nice cup of coffee or tea, relax and enjoy your time with the Rent Stew Podcast. And welcome back to the Rent Stew Podcast, the only podcast that reminds you to pay your rent. He's Eric, and I'm Owen, and we got some special guests with us today. I want you, you guys want to go oh. ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name is Ethan, um, Chicago native and diehard Bears fan. Sadly depressed every single year, though. <laughs> I am, uh, I'm Parker. I'm a Titans fan. I'm not diehard Titans fan, but they are my favorite team. Uh, I grew up in West Virginia because, you know... I picked Titans because I want to move there, um, but West Virginia, as you know, doesn't have any NFL team. We're going to be talking about football. Uh, the first three weeks are in the books for the NFL. We're going to be kind of just talking about everything, more more so fantasy, probably related, but we're going to talk about the game stuff we saw because this is – I've been watching the NFL for a while. I'm a Niners fan, so we'll, we'll get into that game that just happened, but uh, – <laughs> yeah, so we're all just kind of kind of give her takes on some stuff and just talk about the NFL. So, anybody have anything you want to start us off with? Uh, yeah, to start us off. So, we're in a couple different uh, fantasy leagues, so we might we might reference a couple different ones here. So, we are in a different league that has all four of us that are in here right now in it, and then um, there's another league where Owen Parker and I are in, along with uh, a lot of people in Owen's family. It's a money league. Um, so we might reference a couple of different ones we're really going to stay with the one that has all four of us in it though um, you know kind of just breaking down the different games that have happened and uh, you know different players how they're looking different projections for the season so uh, yeah I'm going to pass it off to whoever wants to kick it off talking uh, talking about their teams I'm going to grab a drink real quick I uh, think feel yeah, like we should mention that um, the both fantasy leagues are 10 teams each uh, that's all I have yeah. to say, really. Just uh, I know twelve-man PPR. It's P- it's PPR for those of you who care about that. But twelve-man uh, is usually like the standard. But it's all of our te- are ten-man. I have I'm in a few other ones, but they're all also ten-man, ten-man leagues. So it's just yeah. But um, I think the way we should start about this is I think we should talk about I think we should talk about the high. We should talk about the three and O teams. What do we think about the undefeated teams so far? Uh, the Eagles, the Eagles, and the Dolphins, and the Dolphins. Yeah, honestly, if you'd have looked at them last year and said that they were they started off three and zero this year, you know, it, 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 that, that would have been unheard of. As you say, these teams are like you, the predictions for three and would have been you know like the Bills, the Bucks, the Chiefs, probably maybe the Chargers, mm-hmm. but like not these teams. I I was pretty high on. Miami this offseason because Tyreek Hill is such a good receiver and I was I was more excited for Waddle because he can Tyreek Hill can spread out the field leaving open space for Waddle to run routes they showed that there is a really good throw by um Tua and against the Bills that just left Waddle wide open because Tua or Tyreek just stretched the field but I also think the big thing is is their new head coach Mike McDaniels 
off of um, San Francisco. Obviously, I know him well. But uh, he is a genius when it comes to offense. He was the main reason. And everybody credits Kyle Shanahan, but he was a big reason why we have been so successful for the past few years. He is a fantastic coach, and he's already showing it. Early coach of the year candidate? I think so. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Tua as well, how are we feeling about that uh, head injury he suffered, and then they sent him back on the field? I don't know much about I it. Was, I know it was kind of coined as a... I, I know they kind of talked about it being a back injury, too, but I don't they know. Said it was a I haven't back read injury, much, but like... I haven't read much into the situation. The NFL Players Association launched a... Uh, what's it called? A, a, investigation. Uh, they're, they're looking into it. Yeah, an investigation. It was like right, they're looking it was like into right it. After, it was like right after the game, too. They should have at least given the yeah, rest of the game yeah, off there. That was... That was really risky yeah. I guess as of, you don't wanna, as of Tuesday you don't wanna... yeah as of today or Tuesday he's not playing so uh, Thursday oh, they're playing probably, Thursday night he, against the uh, Bengals so he's not playing in that game uh, Thursday night that's uh, gonna be a good game pro- probably not gonna play Thursday night no should be a good I game think but he's already, not there then I think he's already ruled out if I'm not mistaken actually I can double check I would hope I so I mean out. he he got up, wobbled a little bit, ran a little bit, and then wobbled again, bro. You won the game, so <laughs> I don't know. You won the game, but that the coaches they should have if they wanted any chance of him playing Thursday, because you know it's only like a five day break. They should have four day break. They pro- probably should have uh, took him out that game for at least the rest of the game. Said he's questionable, but it doesn't. He hasn't practiced, or he's a limited participant. So I don't know. Might have to wait and see, but it sounds like he's not going to play. So there's that. But um, yeah. yeah. Ethan. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things where like you need to recognize when your player isn't able to play at his best. So like perfect example is that game um, before Dak got injured. Um. Or was that week one that he got injured? It was week one. It was week one? Okay. It was against so the Bucks. I think it was in the preseason or something of that yeah. sort. And obviously you don't start your starter players in the preseason. But when you're whooping a te- when you're whooping a team, like it just gets to a point where you don't play that player. And you want to kind of associate that same philosophy when it comes to a player that can't play at their best. So if your player has a concussion, the last thing you want to do is put them on the floor Likewise, when you're in the NBA and your player has a hamstring injury or something, you don't want to force that injury to get worse. And I think it's just kind of dumb that, you know, like what you were saying, the coach is not putting that um, into the equation of thinking that he has a concussion and treating that tenderly instead of just putting him into the game to have him push himself. And obviously you're not just, you know, most importantly, I mean, you're jeopardizing the health of your player when you do that, but you're also jeopardizing... Um, your team as a whole um, trying to play and you know um, with that that injured player and also jeopardizing the season you know if something goes wrong and something progresses like uh, I mean we saw Trey Lance go out with the season ending injury and that's going to completely change the rest of the season for the 49ers completely change it oh it could Um, affect his career entirely and I mean entirely I mean it's not here though yeah, I know, but uh, we're, I know it's not as bad as Dak's injury that he suffered in 2020 that put him out for the rest of the year. 
So, and he also has a chance to come back later in the year, but it's it's just not good. A young a young guy who has barely even played in the NFL. He's played three games total. Or I guess three in like a quarter, I guess, if you count the game against Seattle. But it was barely, he barely even played in that game. But like he just doesn't have a lot of experience. And if you go back to his college days, he was playing in a really weak, like really weak conference, really weak teams. South Dakota State, you know, not known for its big, you know, big competition. And he's playing. It's just like it just it worries me as a fan, like as as somebody who wants obviously wants this team to do well. It's just I see all the negatives stacked up against him. I don't know. Like I, I before before Wednesday or Wednesday before this game Sunday, I was like I was almost like if Jimmy. I still think this. If Jimmy can take us to a Super Bowl, I don't even know if I want to start Trey Lance again. I he has the ability to. I know he does because he's done it before and he took us to a championship game last year. I know we can. It's just I don't know if we will. I mean, it was, it's really Lance has the potential. What? I was saying it's questionable of, you know, how Jimmy's going to do this season because, I mean, he came in after Trey Lance and he had a really good game. But, um... Uh, yeah, I, I think they probably should have waited... I probably should have waited a little bit through the season to start Trey Lance again. I don't think he was ready to start straight off the season. I mean, like I said in the preseason, I'll uh, hold on, Ethan. I just want to get this out real quick. But uh, I thought he had the like Mahomes potential. Like I like I really thought he had because he 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 fits the bill as a quarterback. He has he's mobile, he's tall, he has a big arm, he, and he has like all he has all the tools for a modern NFL quarterback. It's just he has to put all of it together. That's what I was kind of like. That's what I was thinking he could do, and eventually end up being that like that guy for us. But, but yeah, right. I agree. It's one of those things where like you got to let your quarterback kind of marinate in the offensive scheme, you know, because that's what happened with yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Like he was behind Alex Smith, and Alex Smith was a good quarterback, but they wanted to try to bring someone to that next level, and Mahomes was obviously that guy. And kind of adding on to what Parker was talking about, like letting Trey Lance kind of just wait a little bit. They kind of should have treated it like what happened when it was Trubisky's rookie year. Um, Obviously, he's not a good quarterback, as we know of now. But like Mike Glennon, they signed him to a three-year contract or two years, something like that. doesn't matter because he sucks. But we ended up playing him for like... (laughs) Yeah, he got like 18 mil and he robbed his line because he sucks. Yeah, wait. Are you um, talking about the GOAT here? He basically, like, he started the first four games and laid an egg. And we ended up bringing in Trubisky because we wanted to see how he would do. Um, Obviously, that didn't turn out very well because his confidence got destroyed after being benched twice in his rookie season. But he definitely should have, you know, Trey Lance definitely should have had, like, maybe have come in maybe week six. Because that could have had a whole other turnaround for the 49ers right now. Um, They could be... They could be three and zero right now because the competition I that they so. faced really wasn't that much. I mean, if we're being honest, as a Bears fan, that loss that you guys took was not really that substantial because as was a, a team, we're kind of more team. suited to play in that type of weather because we're used to it. And obviously, Cali has certain methods that they nah. deal with their stadiums as well because Soldier Field is open field, and it's been like that for several decades. But it definitely should have been a one on your side if you should have like stayed healthy. And if you had if you had Garoppolo in that game, 
you guys sure as heck would have won that game because our secondary is not as good as we think. And there's just a lot of people in the fan base that are delusional. I mean, I think I, I, you also got to go back to how many, at least top top tier quarterbacks in the league didn't play for a while or just sucked when they got in the league. Like Josh Allen, he sucked for the first like two years he played. Like he was not very good his rookie year and his the 2019 year. He fought 2019, through it, Yeah, he fought through it and he got better and he's one of the best quarterbacks <laughs> in the league. He was he was carried by defense by the defense throughout the whole time, but and he developed and yeah and of course and the famous story of Aaron Rodgers, you know that's the same diff. He just he just sat behind Brett Favre instead of playing. So, but yeah, I I, I just think yeah. I I just think it, it's something I'm worrying about. But I'm kind of I'm more worried about what's going on right now. Just if we can make the playoffs, but but yeah, I think and then- that's. Yeah, you go ahead. I was gonna say, like, even right now, is it uh, Jordan Love? Is that who's who's behind Rodgers? He was drafted. Yeah. He was a first round draft pick, and he's been sitting on the bench behind Rodgers for like three years now. I mean, he could. I, I think people might forget about him, but I mean, he could turn out to be a real star. But Rodgers will probably. I mean, it, yeah, Rodgers will play for like four, maybe three more years. I don't they know, should probably trade Jordan Love. Probably. Because they need to get sit, they need receivers so bad. Sitting for that long, not developing, is not a good thing. Yeah, I mean, don't it, I feel like an Aaron Rodgers situation, Aaron Rodgers Brett Favre situation is rare because like Aaron Rodgers didn't play for a while. That's a rare situation. I feel like where a quarterback can sit on the bench for that long and come out and be one of the best quarterbacks to ever play. Yeah. So right. Ethan, I saw you had your hand up. Yeah, basically, like, I think the whole thing when it comes to the Rodgers situation has two different ways. It could turn out to be the Jimmy Garoppolo way, or it could turn out to be how Aaron Rodgers came to be. You know, Jordan Love sitting behind a really good quarterback who could easily have been in the Hall of Fame before his back-to-back MVPs. Um, Or it could turn out to be where Jimmy Garoppolo ended up getting traded to another team for some draft compensation. (laughs) And was another starter for another team as they kept Tom Brady in New England and as we saw they obviously won another Super Bowl against the Falcons when that happened but the 49ers definitely won in that trade because all they gave up was like a second round pick no they gave up a first round pick and a few maybe one second round pick and they got a really good quarterback in return and as you guys saw in the Niners um, you guys had what like two Super Bowl appearances and a deep playoff run yeah, since so we, ha- I mean, we've had other deep playoff runs, but we've had two Super Bowl appearances since the '95 Super Bowl. But I mean, mm-hmm. the Baltimore one, the Baltimore Niners one, we didn't have a shot at winning. It was just we just got a bunch of time. We just got a bunch of touchdowns in garbage time. And then the Chiefs one, I thought we had a shot at. I just think little errors messed us up. And I mean. We were insane that year. It was just a perfect storm, and then it just went down. It's just better team won, but happens. Right. When we're talking about quarterbacks, we cannot forget the GOAT, Kyler Murray. Who is <laughs> we're transi- we're transitioning now, to this. I have I have a lot to say about this. We're going to the opposite hey, spectrum having, here. There's, hey, yeah, he did bad this week because... He did bad this week because Modern Warfare 2 beta was out. That's why he did bad. <laughs> That's why. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beta, it'll be fine now. He's fine. 
No, I think... Oh. Here you go ahead, Parker. He... A, a lot of people last year were saying that Kyler Murray is better than Lamar Jackson. I mean, they play almost the same. <laughs> Mobile quarterbacks. But they were saying Kyler Murray is better than Lamar Jackson. And I have always been a big fan of Lamar Jackson. Same. Dude, there is no way... Kyler Murray could be better than Lamar Jackson at least right now in their career. Because no, Lamar I mean, Jackson, he's just he's got that dog. He's got that dog you, in him. He tweaked out on yeah. fentanyl to say that Murray's like, better than Lamar, dude. You can use you, like you can even <laughs> just say the one single comparison that he has an MVP and Kyler does not. But I I like to I like to see I like That's to true. say that like Kyler has way better receivers around him. Not currently because well, I, I mean he had I mean, D Hop for a, a good he has period D, of time. Yeah, he had D Hop. I think D Hop's slowly going to be out of going out of his prime, but he had D Hop pretty much in his like one year in his prime. Last year he kind of tapered mm-hmm. off a little bit, but uh, in 20, 2020 he was still in his prime. D Hop was definitely still in his prime. So yeah, and also I agree. I think the success of of the Ravens in the past few years over the success of the Cardinals have been like in terms of yeah, playoffs the success like with that. without J.K. Dobbins and without like good receivers I mean they had Marquise Brown last year and I guess that granted they did have Mark Andrews which was arguably the best tight end last year uh, just last yeah. year obviously I think he was the best tight end last but, year but um, I think overall he's still third behind Kelsey and Kittle yeah I would agree it's just kind of my, but maybe it's a little bit of bias, but yeah. Yeah, I I got a I got a question for you guys. Okay. This is like not really part of this topic at all, but like, who is one player that you're taking in every single fantasy league? For Good like, question. I will I, for like forever. I'll start for off like the rest of their career, or like. Well, I mean, just like a player you like a lot and you want like you, you aim for to get in every single draft and not necessarily because they're that good just because you like them I'll start off I like Joe Mixon a lot I, I, I'd like to take him in every draft obviously if I'm taking him in the first round I'm going to take him late first round mm-hmm. he's more of like a early second round late first round pick to me but you know I like I'd like to get Joe Mixon what about uh Ethan, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Go in order of the way of w- what my screen sees right now. Let's go to Ethan. Yeah. Right. Um, if I had to go to anyone, honestly, every single year, I'd have to go with Mike Evans. Um, That's just the way pick. that he produces every single year, rego- like regardless of what his quarterback is, he like every year has gotten a thousand receiving yards or more, and that's just like, yes, you're always gonna have a player that has a bad week. You know, unless you have that rare coincidence with, like, MVT, MVP Tom Brady, where he has, like, every single game, like, two or three more passing touchdowns. But when it comes to Mike Evans, like, yes, he does have a few games where he doesn't get a touchdown. But when it comes to his yardage, it's, like, it's not really compared to a lot of other receivers right now. Like, you could argue Jamar Chase and Jefferson could do that in a few years. But when it comes to consistency and efficiency, yeah. Mike Evans has showed that. They're both, at least fantasy-wise, they've both been inconsistent. Mike, I'm pretty right. sure Mike Evans has had. I, I could I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure he's had eight years of a thousand plus receiving yards. I'm pretty sure seven or something eight, like yeah. that. He's had like a thousand receiving yards in like for like eight 
seven years. So, yeah, I mean, it also helps when he's Tom Brady throwing him the ball, but even before that, he was still a dog. He was still like he had Jameis Winston. When he, yeah, when he had Jameis thrown to him. So, but I think I think for me, <laughs> if I I it kind of depends on the year of guys who I like who I like to go for. I think this year a guy a guy who I was like insanely like I was wanting nobody talked about was Almiron St. Brown. And he's showing it so far. Like I'm pretty sure he's had like I think this past week he had like ten points, but like he last year he he does like he does what a, a rookie should do in my eyes. Like he starts off slow. He he's like learning the system, learning how to learning how to play in the NFL. And then his last few weeks were just explosion, explosions. Like the last four weeks um, of the 2021 season of his rookie year, he had, and he had way more targets, way more catches, and way more yards, and he had more touchdowns. He was a guy. Detroit is a team that is up so much more than they have ever been for a lot of reasons. But like he, he really, I, he was really a guy I was targeting a lot in this year, this year's draft. But if I had to go like overall for like every single year, I'm a guy who I would like. I would always like to have on my fantasy team. It's kind of tough, but like it's probably Travis Kelsey. That's probably like the safest pick I could get because he is a good pick. He, he's a really he's an amazing pick. He's a wide receiver yeah. one. You're getting <clears throat> for like way later, usually later on in the picks. And like past few years, he's it, been it's... at that like twelve spot. So like you could or ten twelve spot. So you could get him on that wraparound. So you could get an elite RB. And then him, and then you essentially have an RB one plus a the best tight end in fantasy, which could equate to the best receiver in fantasy, pretty much on a given week. I agree, and especially so this year get, because Tyreek was gone. So it, it's so hard to get a uh, good or a, a tight end that consistently scores like fifteen to twenty points. Typically, tight end averages around like ten, like. The number, even like lower. The top five tight ends. It's like Kelsey's probably going to average like I don't know, sixteen to eighteen points a game. Mark Andrews right now probably going to average like fourteen points a game. Kittle's probably going to average around like twelve, just because you know he has Debo and Brandon Ayuk as well. And he also Kittle goes plenty of games without not even catching a single pass because he just is an amazing yeah. run he, blocking he, tight end. He does other things really well. So. Yeah, like a lot of people say he's not the best tight end. I think overall, if I had to pick between a tight end to start a team with, it would be Kittle because just because of everything else he can do on top of catching. I mean, he's not yeah, just, just catching a ball and scoring. He's, he's yeah, so ugly though. Dang. <laughs> it's just the hair, man. <laughs> it, it is the hair. But like, he, I think, I don't know if he's like, it's it's weird because I don't know if he's like out of his prime because like his first few years in the league were insane. He was just breaking records left and right. But now he's kind of slowed off a little bit. Injuries have kind of caught up with him. But I, 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 Yeah, I think it's the injuries. And I also think that he just has so much competition with the ball now. I mean, it's true. He like, was one of the before, best receivers in the league. Ayuk's del- developing. 20, he's going to be one of the best. Yeah. His, 20, his 2017, no, 2018 year is was like his insane year. Ayuk wasn't on the team. Debo wasn't on the team. We didn't really have good stable running back. We had Jimmy, but it was 2019 was the year. We had Debo, but he was in his rookie year. Rookie Debo was pretty good. He was developing, learning. And that's those two, 2018 and 2019 were years. Kittle just dominated. Like, like you, you saw some yeah. of the plays he made. There was this one play I will always remember. 2019 against the Saints. He had, he was, it was like, I'm pretty sure it was like, like, 10 
no, it was probably like a minute until the game was ending. He he caught a ball. It was just like on a on a drag route. And he went up, went down the sideline. There was like five or six Saints players just on him trying to tackle him. They just couldn't tackle him. And like one dude had to jump up and grab his face mask to actually try to pull him down and got a face mask call. And we won the game on a walk-off field goal. But he's just one of those guys. Like you talk about the definition of having a dude with the dog, that dog in him. It's that's him. <laughs> he has that dog in him. He's got that but, dog in him. Uh, he does have a dog in him. Yeah. But, um, this text I, think, I just received, it's, it's something. I received it in a, a group chat. I think you guys may have received it as well. <laughs> Travis, as you wondering, it's Trey a Lance. Of my quarterback Trey Lance highlighted. Trey Lance highlighted uh, highlighted week two. Um, I think we should. I kind of since Parker initiated the question, I want to. We don't hey. have to go by every position, but we I can go by. Eric, oh wait, we gotta let Eric go. Yeah, we gotta have to finish. Answer. Yeah. My bad. I had a. I had a. I really may good not. Topic, but we'll get to you. You'll have your turn when <laughs> time. For no, you. he doesn't know anything about football, so just don't listen. To Shut what up! He says. Hey, I was getting well, into that. Eric. Eric so did pick Tyree Kill in both leagues. He picked Marvin. one of them in the first round. I mean, he's been good, yeah. but God. Dude. Listen, this wow. is. Ah. All so right. I who's be, who's it? I. I may not be versed well in the. The specific area of the uh, National Football League, um, but I would say that uh, based off of the numbers that this player is putting up this year and uh, his trajectory, I will most likely be picking him for next year. That is uh, L. Jack, Mr. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, uh, good he pick. Is, yeah. He is kicking booty, as I say, MVP at the favorite. moment. In my opinion, he, he, he's just—he's just pissed off because he isn't getting paid. Like he's just not getting paid. So he's no, just—they didn't sign him this offseason. Yeah. That was so dumb. Like you remember—you hey, remember, you remember the, the, made. like the reason why Aaron Rodgers had two MVPs is because he was so mad that they signed Jordan Love or that they drafted mm-hmm. Jordan Love in the first round. So he's like, all right, I'm just gonna be mad at everybody and I'm just gonna go scorched earth and win two MVPs. I'm gonna show you guys that I'm yeah, still dude. him. Yeah, he was not done. He still has it's such important. an arm. I mean, yeah. it's a. Like some people, some people will get like like that where they don't get uh, they don't get signed the contract they want. They don't get the money they want. Somebody else is you know getting put in a position higher than them, and they let that get to them, and you know it's career ending. But then some people they got that dog in them. You know they're like, <laughs> I'm going to show you that I'm worth what I want. You know, I agree. Um, and also, Lamar and, like, in fantasy drafts is like he always goes so much lower than like. Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and guys like and Kyle even Kyler Murray like this year I'm Kyler sorry, was but they aren't they aren't they aren't putting up forty points like Lamar Jackson. Well, okay, is. like obviously rushing yards and touchdowns. There's a difference. So there's a difference between there's a difference between fantasy and real life. But Lamar every year gets goes way under the radar in terms at least for the past few years. After his MVP year, obviously it was really high, but like 20, 2021 and twenty twenty two, he was way lower down, and I think everybody was under underestimating him and he's 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 a safe pick every year in fantasy like he'll have his bad games like we've been talking about but obviously that, we're talking about uh, um, the Lamar Jackson the uh, cornerback from the Chicago Bears right <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, that's who we're talking about correct I yeah, saw yeah, the yeah. same exact thing that guy's a dog probably but <laughs> anyways since Eric got his <laughs> point out what I wanted 
what I wanted to say, we don't have to go by each we don't have to go by each position, but just give me give me some players who you guys think are overrated in the National Football League. I can start That's with a good you. question. I think we know everybody's Q- QB for overrated. I think I have a few for QB. I, I'm I here, I'll just go with mine because I don't think you guys are gonna say what I'm gonna think. But I think in terms of contract and in terms of just how people think. This is because of the fan base. It probably mainly is, but I think I think Dak is one of the most overrated quarterbacks. It's just yeah, not even sure. close. Because sure. he has I mean Cooper Rush has gone better. Oh, he like he's two and oh and he's one he's oh and one right now. But like throughout even like when he when, even when he got drafted he got drafted in the fourth round. It doesn't mean you can't be good in the NFL, but it just means he's gotta work a lot more. And prove himself more, which he proved himself the first few years. But like after that, he just—I don't know. I don't know. I think that ankle injury really messed him up. But people still hold him at that elite level and that like top ten level. And guys like there's plenty of guys that just don't get that that don't get recognized. Like honestly, I'm taking Kirk Cousins over him any day of the week. Derek Carr too. Like those are just guys who not not Monday Night Football Kirk Cousins. No, 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 not him. He's <laughs> like he's worse. He's worse than Mike. He's Sunday worse than at one Mike o'clock. Long. Sunday at one o'clock. That's his prime time. <laughs> but like, I those guys are more consistent. They they can win us football games. And I Dak just he kind of does this thing that Kyler does, which we'll talk about Kyler spoilers. But he tries to play hero ball. <laughs> like he tries to do every single thing he can possibly do to win a football game. But it's in the wrong way. Like obviously you need to do that. Period. But like, I don't know. The the term hero ball is kind of like a. A term that doesn't get talked about much, but like watch Kyler, watch Dak play football. They just try to do everything they can, like extending plays way too long and getting sacked way longer. Like they're like scrambling back further, getting sacked for 20 instead of like 10 yards, trying to throw, try to force balls into into the receiver's hands, like when they just don't need to be, like in double coverage, sometimes even triple coverage. It's like, don't throw that ball. Like I don't even, I don't care if you're throwing to your best receiver, just don't throw that ball. Triple coverage, double coverage, just don't, it's not worth it. But yeah, that's my feeling on him. But yeah, Eric, you can go. Most overhyped quarterback. Went to University of Oklahoma. Oh, Kyler Murray. I'm just kidding. Kyler Murray's got that dog in him. He's not the most overrated. That guy's. Guys, we better start on the quarterback. Are you? Because Baker Mayfield, he was overhyped his first few years, but now everybody knows that he's not great. No. I think he's. I know. I, I think. I think of like standpoints of like times of people being so overhyped. I mean, like literally, I I was actually going to go Baker Mayfield. This is the funny thing. Um, he Baker, definitely was. Baker. Now, yeah, no. I, exactly. That's like. like now he's kind of like an all-time thing. Like in a way, he, now he's kind of underrated because because everybody like, thinks he's so terrible. Yeah, everybody because he legit got. Draw, drove out of his own team by it, and he did buy his. He did like, I mean, the year before he got drafted, didn't the Browns go like zero and sixteen or something? Yeah, no. And Cody he, Kessler wait, was it? Was that the zero and sixteen year? Because they went zero and sixteen and then one and fifteen. So either way, they got terrible they got miles before Gary he got drafted, and he brought them to the playoffs, bro. Like, and even did, but his like, freshman his freshman year his his rookie year he was fantastic. And then his, it would have been his uh, third year. He, he did have a shoulder injury, though. His third year, his third year was the problem, and it was like people were still expecting him to be this like 
No, no, no. His third year, his third year, his third year was the good year. That was the playoff year. Oh, it was from. Okay, then it was the fourth year. Is I feel like he went to the playoffs last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he like went to the playoffs and then just like completely flopped. Um, I mean, how many interceptions did he throw? I think uh, I think the thing if Baker would be more underrated if he was, or I I would feel like he's a better quarterback if he was tearing people up on the Panthers, which he's not. He's been pretty bad on the Panthers, so I. I mean, I don't know. But the thing is, is like, I'm not, I'm not like completely off of him yet because the Panthers organization is just not good. Matt Rule is a horrible head coach. And like, they have, they have so much talent on that team. Like you have CMC, DJ Moore, and Baker. That kind of ties me in because like, what I'm about to say, oh, and I know you're not going to agree with, but I think DJ Moore is actually overrated. A lot of people think he's underrated, but so many people think that he's underrated that, in my opinion, he's overrated. He's not on the same level as guys like – I'm not even going to say like an insane receiver. He's not even on the same level as guys like Devontae Smith, I don't think. I think Devontae Smith is better than him, yes. Well, I guess guess better quarterback play, but like he's – my thing is like he's put up 1,200 yards every single year plus with – let's see, who's been – he's had Cam Newton – past his prime way mm-hmm. past his prime he's had pj walker <laughs> he's had sam darnold shout out sam darnold um who, who else what, Indian ghosts. Uh, teddy teddy Damn bridgewater dude. and then i think it was like kyle allen i think there's and then baker those are the six quarterbacks he's had none of those quarterbacks baker or not baker uh, cam newton obviously great quarterback but not when he was throwing at yeah. DJ Moore. 2015, he was a great quarterback. Yeah, but 2022, he's not even on a team. Like, you saw, you see him throw a football. And he and doesn't just, deserve to be. Yeah, you just see him throw a football and you just start crying because it's just, ooh, it's not worth it. But I think I think the whole thing with Baker is that he, I think he needs more time. And I think, I don't, I want Matt Rule to get fired and see what he can do because that Panthers offense is is underrated. Like you, you obviously don't like DJ Moore, but he's a good receiver, and Christian McCaffrey see, is so good. But at least at the moment, I don't see Baker Mayfield getting much better. I could. It depends um, on it well, depends okay. on coaching in my eyes, but bro, I'm not. I think a healthy Baker Mayfield can be really great. I mean, he has the longest pass in NFL history, technically. I mean, he has one of the best arms that we've ever seen. It's just he doesn't have. I I, I want to see him completely healthy with no like risk of injury. I guess. No, with, with, with no like handcuffs. I guess that's like coaching handcuffs yeah. or like and I, other stuff no like that. Coaching but the handcuffs, way, and I want to see yeah. him with another receiver other than DJ Moore. I want to see him with somebody like on the same level as like Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson or like. You'll uh, never I just want to see him with somebody like yeah. On, I, I, I want to see what happens if he gets like a S-rated um, receiver. You know, he'll never be on the same level as like a top. He'll never. I don't think he'll be like on the same level of like a top five, maybe even a top ten quarterback. But you always, the golden rule that I always think of is that the best quarterbacks never win a Super Bowl. The best quarterback of the year never wins a Super Bowl. <laughs> MVP does not win a Super Bowl. Baker could be one of those guys that wins a Super Bowl. Aaron you think of guys that. like he reminds me a lot of a Joe Flacco type. Of a guy who just wins football games and can get the team get the team to where they need to be. So I, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I think 
he could be better than Joe Flacco, but I just don't think he will. But I think he could. I think Speaking. I definitely. Hold on. A, a hot, I think a hot take. Baker will end his career with a Super Bowl ring, not by sitting the bench, by getting it, Ooh. like actually earning it. He will. Not, I think he will. Not on the Panthers, though. Not on the Panthers. Not on the Panthers. Maybe. Possibly on the Panthers, but I think he could get maybe in like else. maybe in like five years. But, but dude, I kind of want to speak. Yeah, I kind of want to talk about another Oklahoma quarterback here, Jalen Hurts. That dude is having a year. I mean, he's having a year. He, I thought three and he was more of a running and <laughs> and he. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. I was about to say it, but I forgot. But no, he, he's having a year. He's doing great in fantasy too. But he's also like he's he's hitting passes. Uh, granted, he does have AJ Brown and uh, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. Uh, th- those are great options. But oh yeah, I remember what I was going to say. They have two first-round draft picks next year too. Like, sure, and one of them's from the Saints, who are doing stinky right now. So yeah, so they have some really good options. And then the year after that, they have two second-round picks too. So I mean, yeah, we they... could be seeing an Eagles dynasty build up here soon. I hope not. Eagles fans are... Uh, dude, they have... Oof. They have $35 million in cap space after this year, too. I mean, their defense is under... Their offensive line is insane, and their defense is pretty good. Like, their offensive line... Like, you roll out the names on there. Jason Kelsey. Insane. Yeah, One of sadly, the he's going to be probably. retiring. He'll be retired, so he won't be a yeah, part he's... of this rebuild. But they also have Lane Johnson, who's insane. And they, they have a lot of options, because they have a lot of older guys in their offensive line. So. I, I think we could see an, another Eagles Super Bowl in the next five years. I think we. I could, agree. I think so too. I was personally, I was not that impressed with Jalen Hurts throughout his first what two years, because this is third. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is his third year. There his first two years. Uh, it's obviously year one. He didn't play much, but year two, he was good. But they were also they benefited from a horrible division. They benefited from an easy schedule. Like their last like five games were the Giants twice. Washington twice and then the Jets, like not 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 good teams to play against. So, and they just snuck into the playoffs and got absolutely destroyed last year by a team who was a lot better. So I was never that impressed with him. This year I'm definitely getting more impressed just because of his arm. Last year he could he did he didn't really have that great of an arm, and this year he's he just shown his improvement with his arm. So yeah, Eric. Can I talk about somebody who's looking really good this year? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, Tannehill. Oh, dude, he's the no, goat, dude. He's the Bro. goat. He's not don't, tell me, don't, don't you dare tell me that last Titans game was not one of the sickest things you'd seen, bro. No, I it know. Was, Parker, that was a as, good game. As as a Titans fan, you probably saw the heart's truth last year. You guys are not winning anything with Tana Hill as your quarterback. No, like, but you're not, not going to be able to. We saw, we saw Malik Willis go in after Tannehill had thrown like three picks. And what we saw <laughs> there is, well, they only gave him like one passing play and they gave him, uh, they, they made a running back run at pretty much every single play. But the play that we did see him run it, well, he, he ran a few times, but the last play that he ran it, I mean, you could just see he was not experienced in the NFL. Like, obviously, because it was his first he game, but time. he was just... 
Yeah, he, he's he's super raw, bro. Like, yeah, he, he, he's like he it's like Trey like Lance. Tuck the uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the could, problem. Yeah, it's like it's, he problem. just needs like he whenever they're say they're they get up by a lot or they're down by yeah. a lot. They just need to throw him in, let him get some experience, even if he's you know not technically ready for it. But that's the only way to get him ready for it. It's a problem with the small like, schools for college. So look at like, the game. It's like what I said with Trey Lance earlier with uh, South Dakota State, Liberty. He came out of Liberty, just not a super competitive school. He needs time in the oven. He needs time to develop. So I think. Look at. Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you look at week two. <laughs> he went out after was it was it the middle or the end of third quarter? He went out of the middle. game. No, it might have been the end. I wasn't. I was watching the yeah. Eagles game that week. But... Oh, you're talking about um... week two, Trey Lance? Huh? Uh, I... You're talking about Trey Lance or Malik Willis? Malik Willis. I'm talking about Tannehill. Uh, or Tannehill, I guess. Bro, Tan- well, no, Tannehill. Willis. Tannehill's going to be off the team, and once his contract's up, they're not re-signing him. Don't need uh, to. I, I think if they he do, can go it's somewhere. Be a one year because they can't find anyone. He's just not he, that he good. He could go somewhere like. Uh, um, he'll he'll I, play as a backup somewhere. Or he, I mean, he could go to a terrible quarterback team. And speaking of a terrible quarterback team, I'm not impressed by Justin Fields whatsoever. Um, oh man, I got something to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> he's, oh, got, he's got so much potential though like that's that's the thing and it's not even just because he's an Ohio State quarterback like it's just that that curse or whatever but he has a lot of potential I just I, I honestly and sorry Ethan I think the Bears were the worst team no, he could have gone to the absolute worst team he could have gone to they, they any other well, team dude, been they, they kind of ruined I, I think you guys need a new like quarterback coaching system here because Mitch Trubisky, who had a lot of potential, I mean a second round pick in the, um, or not a second round, a second pick in the first round, um, he 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 went to the Bears and just they kind of ruined him. I completely agree. I think there's a lot of things that we could have done differently in that situation. And there's a lot of people that trash on Mitchell for not doing well with Chicago. But I think one of the underlying things is the person that's influencing the puppet, and that's Matt Nagy, not being able to make the right play calling. And that's exactly why he's not a head coach this year, is because he's he just doesn't have that capability. And when it comes to Trubisky the year, and the though. potential that he had, yes, he should year. not have been taken that high. <laughs> but he definitely had that, like, Baker Mayfield or Kenny Pickett's, like, people who are capable of being good, but, like, middle-of-the-pack quarterbacks that can still give you the points that you need to win a game. Mm-hmm. He's not the Mahomes. He's not the Watson in his prime. He's not the Allen, the people the who Kirk will Cousins. give you those big numbers. He's like the Kirk Cousins that will give you a good bad. 25 or 20 points on fantasy. You but can win a Super Bowl with Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins. So. Yeah, that's it. That's another issue that the Bears had is the right pieces around them. Yeah. Like the 2018 Bears had such a good defense that Matt Nagy got coach of the year. And I still stand was, by it was, that. It was a short it was a short prime of that defense. That's the unfortunate part is that yeah. they had so many That's, players. Yeah. Well, they had players guys, in their prime. The running game looks really good. Yeah. Oh, that's when Jordan Howard had a really good year too. 
Khalil Herbert might boot out David Montgomery here soon. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I don't think. I, I don't think David Montgomery is very good. I, I mean, I've thought that for the past like three years. I've been doing fantasy. I look at him like, man, this guy gets like six yards a game. It's like well. Um, it's it's kind of hard to gauge running backs because you got to there's so many factors you have to gauge, and like me, the mm. big one is offensive line. The Bears' offensive line is not good, and it's it's hard to, it's hard to gauge. Like okay, if we put this running back on this team with a horrible offensive line, will they do good? Like you think about the best exactly. backs. Like Derrick Henry has a decent enough offensive line. Jonathan Taylor has the best offensive one of the best offensive lines in football and is doing horrible this year. Well, I shouldn't say horrible. He's underperforming this year. He had a really and, good first game, but he's just not as good as last year. Yeah, and then like other guys like McCaffrey can do it with a bad offensive line. Um, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon can do it with a great offensive line. So I mean, right? It, it's hard to gauge running backs because then you have to look at the coaching system. And running backs is one of the hardest position to gauge. It's it's the most replaceable position. Like you could maybe he may be a little old, but I think I think if the Bears want to get back to being high contenders. Nah, oh, they're... 80. I know. I know he's 82 years old. Get Mike Ditka back on the field as a coach, man. 82 years Bear, old. Bears are Bears are rebuilding. They got to rebuild around Justin Fields if they want any chance at being good in the future. They got to rebuild around Justin Fields. Like that's they can't waste another that's... draft pick on a quarterback. Yeah, you got to. You got to. Thing that we got to improve on is right now with the team that we have. It's not the greatest. But there's still things that we can learn from the previous years of having things like Justin Fields is already taking credit for like not exactly taking credit, but taking the blame for certain things that are happening on offense and already right off the bat. What is this? Is this this a second or third year? Second, I think second. second. He's already showing that leadership and taking that, you know, responsibility and saying, hey, I was messed up that game. I will take the responsibility for not doing very well. And coming back the next game and recognizing that he has to do better. And that's something that I think mm-hmm. that if Trubisky ended up having the confidence that he should have had that Fields has, he would have still been on Chicago. It's just the fact that he mm-hmm. was Trubisky was benched so many times in Chicago that the fact that he's not doing well morale. isn't even his fault. His it, it kills your morale. Like imagine yeah. you took someone like Trey Lance right now. Let's say that you had him first season Garoppolo absolutely light laid an egg on the field trey lance comes in throws three picks and 100 yards and he's brought back onto the bench and garoppolo plays and then the your coach mile. says especially hey we're gonna start you yeah especially as a rookie it destroys you and that's something that your first year is a make or break to your career like obviously the first time you start a game if you even ask Tom Brady, what is it, his 50,000th year in the NFL, he still remembers the first game that he played and how important that was to him. And he still stands by the fact that it doesn't matter what you are, as long as you get the moment, you will got to grab a hold of it by the neck and make sure that you cherish that. And yeah. that's something that I think Fields yeah. is being able to cherish and realizing that, you know, I need to make up for what we have on this team and I need to get better and show leadership. I mean, I the think, Bears are just I think, a rebuilding team, so you go ahead, but if, I was going to go on a longer end. Yeah, they need to keep Fields. Fields needs to keep at it because if they try to replace Fields, get a new quarterback in there, it's like... It's not going to um, work. It's not going to work no. because, like, the, the Chicago Cubs did the same thing, uh, you know, a couple years back. They would had, like, pretty middle-of-the-road pitchers, 
and they're like, man, this guy's not so good. We, sh- we can afford another middle-of-the-road pitcher, and maybe they can help out. And then it was just this entire stack of mid-pitchers that Agreed. just lined up, and they just kept, like, adding on these pitchers that, like, weren't going to do anything because they didn't have a chance to grow with the team. They were just kind of thrown in there to be a body to throw the ball. Off like, you need to, like, teams. That's what rebuilding teams do. Just to have people. Mm-hmm. It's, but like it's the, the big bad, the big thing for all the budget. The, yeah, the big thing that the Bears and a lot of other teams is like there's a difference between a team rebuilding and the, like that's the biggest thing I think people don't really understand sometimes is that rebuilds are necessary and they're not bad. Rebuilds are like in, unless you're like the Detroit Lions who have been in a rebuild since the dawn of time, <laughs> but like Titans. A team needs to go through a rebuild at a lot of points. And, like, and I feel like a lot of teams, like, just try to, like, not say they're in a rebuild and try to compete mm-hmm. even though they need a rebuild. Perfect example is the Falcons. The That 28-3 to game yeah. destroyed them. And they should have rebuilt yeah. after the year after that. They should have been like, okay, we need to blow everything up. Trade Matt Ryan. Trade Julio. Yeah. After, get a bunch after of they lost back. Julio. Like, then they're finally now realizing, hey, we should probably rebuild. And now they have insanely good pieces for the future. You got Drake London, who I think is going to be a stud. You have Kyle Pitts. You have some great guys on defense like A.J. Terrell. You have a lot there. And you all Marcus Mariota. Nah, he's going to be gone. But he's a placeholder quarterback, so <laughs> rebuilding. But, and I think I think a lot of teams just don't really like like to say that they're rebuilding. Like, honestly, as much Titans as... Titans need to rebuild. Titan needs to rebuild for sure. I think. I mean, they. Patriots, I think they should just. Patriots. They need to. Rebuild. They need to trade Derrick Henry as much as much as I love Derrick Henry. They need to trade him for a few pieces. And, Running backs uh, don't get that much for trade value, but his trade value right now no, is going to be an all time high. You could get a second yeah, round they, pick probably out of him. Yeah, you could get a second round pick, or you could even get like not not a high tier like uh, receiver, but they need a receiver, man. They need like a, a. I like Traylon Burks. It's a good development key, but yeah. Another they need thing another is receiver like, like with potential too. A lot of these teams don't have the financial budget to do a full rebuild. You know what I mean? To get all the well, pieces well, in line, yeah, they need to it's go. not. It's obviously. It's not like baseball where your owners just can't put in a certain amount of money. There, you're right in a sense where like some teams are like so far underneath the cap that they need right. that they. That they need to like wait a year like this the saints were so far underneath the cap like they spent all their money putting so much time to getting drew Brees another ring once he retired like i'm pretty sure they're at one point like negative 100 mil under the cap and it's just like they had to get yeah. rid of so many veterans they they did a decent job but they i think that's a team that slowly needs to like just blow everything up like you have a lot of aging guys you have a lot of like you have a lot of studs on the team and like michael thomas Huh? Alvin Kamara is getting up there, isn't he? He's twenty. Like, Alvin Kamara is like twenty-seven. I think he's twenty-seven. Michael Thomas is twenty-nine. Cameron Jordan's yeah, thirty that's... plus. Demario Davis, like all and Tyron Matthew, like, all these guys. Yeah, all these guys are older, and like I just think they just need to blow it up and like rebuild. Like you have, you look on the team, you have like in my eyes like a handful of long-term options. You have. I, Alvin Kamara is getting old, but he'll be there for a while, obviously. Um, Chris Olave yeah. and Marshawn Lattimore. That's really about it. I could be missing a few other guys. 
because they traded CJ Gardner Johnson. I don't know why, but they traded him. And um, but like those are like the main three guys, and like the Saints need to, I mean, blow it up. Jameis isn't Jameis the Winston. Is no, not he's not. He's not the answer for their future. No. If they want any shot of winning a ring within the next ten years, they need to get rid of Jameis. But yeah. So, kind of moving on. There's one thing I wanted to talk about before we ended up ending this episode but i want to talk about it's been three weeks a lot of stuff has happened a lot of stuff has changed what do you guys think is the overall playoff structure gonna look like this this season like what do you if you had like initial thoughts about a team that changed i know it's week three but have those changed you know do you think any new teams are gonna surprise like i guess what do you what are you guys thoughts well going into I the think... going into this season i didn't think uh I didn't think the Dolphins are going to be in the standpoint that they are right now. Um, yeah, I think they're heavy point. contenders. I think it's going to be either a really late playoff runner or a um, or a Super Bowl game. I don't think it's going to be. Could also peak really early and fall off. Perfect okay. example well, is a 2020 Steelers, 11 to 0, and then just fell off. I mean, uh, I think Eagles are going to be first or second seed in the NFC. Um, really? Oh, I think they could be first or second seed. I think Eagles I think three, will do good this I season. They'll do good, but I think they'll fall off a little bit. I think three seed suits them. No, I think they're going to lose in the playoffs. They've played a lot of easy teams so far. Like the Vikings, I think aren't as good as people thought they were. They played um, the Lions, who they're better, but they're not. It's still the Lions, and they also played. Um, uh, Washington, who sucks. So, I they don't they have an easy schedule, but like, are they going to be able to compete with the big dogs of the uh, the NFC, like the Packers? Are they going to be able to compete with the the Bucks, the Niners, the Rams, teams like those? Maybe even the Saints think, and the Cardinals. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. I think they'll surprise people in the regular season and not in the postseason. Like, no, they're going to lose I, in the postseason. Like, I I think they'll make the three seed, and the Niners will be the six seed. And I think the Niners will smoke them. Niners are just a better team. And that's not just because I'm a Niners fan, but it's just because I think, I just think the Niners are the better team. Dude, I like, can't believe the Titans got the first seed last year. Such a weird year. <laughs> I know. But yeah, Ethan. I think, honestly, I know it's a little early to say this, but I think the Rams kind of fell off from last year. I think they could possibly be like... Yeah. like have like you guys a watched six, six seed or a wild card? Honestly, have you guys watched much Rams? Yeah. Play, They've uh, not how, produced how, like they should be. Have Have you watched them like play at all this year? Not good. Cooper no. Cup is like their it's only off. Like they have five players. They have Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, and Matthew Stafford. That's it. Matthew like, Stafford on occasion. They yeah on occasion. Like they have players on the field, but they don't really do anything. Like those are that's their team. Like, it's really just those five guys. Granted, those five guys are great, but they're struggling a lot this year. Like, I know they, they got smashed by the Bills. I think, um, who else did they play? They played the Falcons, which they almost lost that game. And then they pretty, took it to the Cardinals, but Cardinals are an iffy team. I think the Niners, the, the, the Niners and Rams game is going to tell a lot about both teams and how they're going to be this year. I think that's going to be a big game for, for just seeing how these teams are going to be this year. Granted, the Niners the Falcons started. are going all the way. No, um, 
the, the Niners started two and five last year and ended up making the playoffs and making the title game, but it, it it's still early to tell. Like when we when we're talking about this, it's still early to tell, but you can see signs. Like I think I think by the end of the season, I think the Panthers will pull it together and I think they'll sneak into the seventh seed. They could, but that's gonna be I think the Saints they have are to keep it together. I think the Saints are going to struggle. The Saints just don't look good to me at all. Jameis just looks like he no, can't they, get better. They don't have the X factor on their offense. Like you can't just say, "Oh, we're going to put Taysom Hill in the pocket and run the ball." Because it gets to a point off. where Alvin every Kamara defensive coordinator is going to read that like a kindergartner's book. Michael Thomas Alvin is good. Kamara he's been be. pretty good, but he's not going to be as good as he once was. He'll be he'll be a solid wide receiver one for them, I think. But he's not going to be what he was in 2019 I think I'll give you that thousand yards but that's it oh yeah he'll be good take over soon I don't think this year but yeah I think next year he'll explode but like for me I think a lot of the teams I thought were going to be really good or potentially be good like you think out of the playoff teams there's teams that like I'm kind of excluding but like the Cowboys they won't make the playoffs Dak's going to be out for way too long and I think I just don't think they'll make it I think the Vikings the rush is just better yeah, I think the Vikings will barely miss. A team that I'm like interested in is is the Lions, dude. Like, I think the Lions are an interesting team to think about. Like, their offense. If the Lions is make the playoffs after what they did last year. Like, what were they like two, two? They're like, like three and they had a tie. They had a tie. I think were yeah, they, three, they tied the Steelers. Or, I think they were three thirteen and one. But like, they have. Like, you think about that offense. Like, Jared Goff, he's like a Kirk Cousins. He's like a worse Kirk Cousins. But you have DeAndre Swift. He used to be good, man. Yeah, he used to be really good. You have DeAndre Swift, Omron St. Brown, James, uh, um, Jameson Williams, when he comes back, or when he comes uh, off of his MCL injury, he'll be insane, you know? Like, he's at Alabama. St. Brown is yeah. so – I mean, he after he – Developed, he's been so good. They have a fantastic offensive line. TJ Hawkinson's. I wish they gave him the ball more, but he's insane. And mm-hmm. DJ Shark is pretty good too. Their defense is a little iffy. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson has been great so far, but like, and Je- uh, Jeff Okuda. I don't know if you guys. Their defense is just. I don't know if you guys remember Jeff Okuda from Ohio State. He kind of had two like yeah. iffy years. He came in this year and it was a fantastic. So. Yeah. I uh, yeah, think another I think, player that could yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. No, I just think I just think I believe in the Lions. I think the the NFC as a whole this year is wide open. Like I, I don't want to say there's like no team guaranteed a spot. But like you have I to run through like a little prediction. I think division winners are going to be Eagles, Bucks, Packers, Niners. And then the wild card is going to be Panthers, uh, Rams, and Panthers at what seed? Seven, and maybe okay. I honestly, either Cardinals or Lions. I think, I think Cardinals or not. I think Cardinals are like such a weird team, but they'll probably sneak in and then just get killed in the playoffs. I think Lions Dude. or Panthers are like the, the those are the actual wild card. The guys that the teams that aren't expected to be there and that are going to explode. Maybe do well. Kyler Murray has got to be the worst first half quarterback of all time. He's got to be the worst best quarterback, dude. Like it's so weird because he's like, 
He's not hor. He's not. He flips like, I know we talked about. Huh? He has a sw- he has a switch that he flips. He's like, eh. he's like he's like, like okay, I guess I'm gonna be good dude, now. Dude, make him watch like, film during halftime. Probably. Like he he's he's not. Like he's not a horrible quarterback, but he's not like insane. He's not Lamar good. Jackson. He's odd, bro. No. He has he has potential to be really good. He has the potential. He's honest. Like he's more of like a Russell Wilson type to me. Which well, we haven't Fox talked country. about him, but uh, let's try. He, he's a shorter guy who can scramble out of the pocket when needed. But I think I think the NFC is wide open. Like there's, I think the four that I said are probably the most guaranteed the spots. I guess five. I'll throw on the Rams there, but the, the Eagles, Bucks, Packers, Niners, and Rams are like the five teams. The Bucks, that I can... the Bucks don't look that great to me. Tom Brady's off. The defense will carry though. The defense is insane. What were you going to say, Ethan? Yeah. Um, honestly, I was talk- I was thinking about the whole thing with the Falcons going on right now because I know, obviously, it's going to be debatable based on, like, the other people because I don't-, I don't exactly know their division. I'm looking at it right now. It's the Saints, um, Bucks, and Panthers. It's competitive for competitive. the Falcons. It's competitive for the Falcons because the Falcons aren't very good. Like, they're like the Bears. They're a clear rebuilding team. Right. So I don't think they're going to really do much this year, even though they've had some. They've been pretty impressive this year, all things considered. Right. They need to so, keep Drake London and you know move towards that. Because great. if you have a good receiver, you just got to find a few more assets until you can get a good playoff run. And I think honestly, they could make that. Obviously, it'd be debatable this year between like the Panthers and the Falcons. Packers are obviously going to make it. Eagles, like what you were saying, but when it comes to the Falcons, of course, um. I don't know. I feel like it just always depends on the schedule as well. Because even before we were talking about this, I was thinking about the commanders even sneaking up. But looking at their schedule, they got to play a bunch of tough competition that they're not going to be able to keep up with. And Carson Wentz is not that type of guy you want in the pocket when it comes to crunch time. Well, real quick yeah. before we uh, get off here. Yes. I want to quickly talk about, since we've been talking about the NFC, let's talk about the AFC real quick. Um, I... I don't know. Like, I just, it's such a weird division or such a weird conference because the Jaguars are leading a division. I think they will win. I mean, after the horrible year they had last year, it's just really weird to see them lead a division. Dude, they did horrible last year, but it was also because their head coach was one of the worst head coaches of all time. Uh, at least in the wise he was he was uh, pretty good at OSU, but NFL he sucked. Yeah, um, I think I think some hot takes. I think I think the Bills won't win the AFC East. I think that I think Miami will win it, and Buffalo will be a wild card team. And I think they'll end up playing the Chiefs in the wild card be, and get knocked out round one. They'll be fifth seed though. I think they'll be the fifth sure. seed, but I think I think the AFC West is going to ramp up here soon, and I think. The Chiefs, Chiefs are, are still going to make it, though. They're one that division. But Raiders won't make it. Raid, dude, the Raiders are 0-3. They're the only yeah. winless team. So weird. No, put them there. Titans did. Titans did. But I think... I think they I think believe Bal- in us. I think, I think <laughs> Baltimore's going Baltimore's to run away with the AFC North. Like, the Browns are kind of competitive, oh, sure. but I don't think they'll stay there for long. I think... Bengals? They need to pull it together. They they got so much better on paper this offseason. They'll, they'll make the wild card. Yeah, they'll make the they'll wild the card, but they need to pull it all together. They just need that. Uh, yeah. 
they need chemistry. I think um, AFC West will go to the Chiefs. They're just they just look like the best team out of that division. They look like one of the best teams in football. Um, AFC East, like I yeah. said, will go to Miami. AFC South is like a coin flip between a lot of teams, but I think I might give it to Jacksonville. I think they'll sneak in as like tenth as the fourth I, seed and have like a nine yeah. and eight, maybe ten and seven record. They don't play a lot I of. Think I think they play a really I mean, easy schedule too. But Trevor Lawrence is finally starting to like show his p- true potential. Like he's starting. Dude, it's to been get the de- it's been the defense. Trayvon Walker has been insane, but they have a lot of pieces on the defense. You have the other Josh Allen's on there. Uh, Tyson oh, Campbell dude, so is a pretty underrated corner. Um, uh, Shaquem, Shaquille, it's one of the two. They brothers, but uh, the, the Shaquem Griffin's a fantastic quarterback. Um, uh, they did. Uh, they just look like a good team, man. I mean, took it to the Chargers, and they took it to. I mean, they they played decent against Washington, and they also who they play uh, week week two. Oh, the Colts. Yeah, they shut out the Colts, but eh. dude, they dogged yeah. on the Colts. What was that like? It was, it was a 20, like 38 to 10, right? Yeah, I know. Like That was insane. I kind of I, I want to see more out of them, but I think they could be really good. So, I think Dude, I think that's just kind of like plus my they take on it. Two really but, good running backs. Yeah, and some good receivers. Chris, uh Christian Kirk, he's not still not worth the money, but he's been good. So, he has potential though. He has potential, yeah. but I think I think if that's, that's kind of like I'm my interested. overall that's my overall thoughts on the AFC. I just think it's it's a wide open. It's it's more. I said the NFC was wide open, but it's still limited to a few teams. The AFC is wide open. Like it's the Especially entire AFC. The, the AFC West could could do whatever. The NFC North is probably Baltimore's, but I think Cincy and maybe even the other two could still be competitive. I think the AFC East is pretty much Miami mm. and Buffalo, and then the South is wide open. I know it's like I said, yeah. it's early to tell, but I think that's kind of. That's just kind of what I'm thinking going into week four. I think it's still wide open. There's some thoughts I have about some teams that I think that aren't going to do too well. But I just, I don't know. It's it's an interesting season so far. A lot of teams are still performing like how we thought they are, and a lot of them aren't, and some are overperforming. Like, and it's just that's just how the NFL works. But yeah, I don't know. You guys got any final thoughts? Um. Pretty much Bears will make the playoffs. What did you say? I said the Bears aren't going to make the playoffs for sure because I think we're going to be the bottom of the division. But I think that's into talk for another time. Right, I'll, I'll join you. We'll I think join the you Titans, on the couch. Titans either they don't make it or they barely squeeze into the seventh seed. They it just, just got to. It depends they just on what play better, uh, like defensively. It depends on what it's just Derrick Henry does. Is Derrick Henry that's, slowing that's down a little bit this year? That's your offense, is yeah. Derrick Henry. So, yeah, he's slowing down a little bit this year. I mean, you can still you can tell he's starting to get slightly older. Which I mean, he still yeah. looks good. Don't get me wrong. I think right now, if I had to predict a Super Bowl, it'd probably be like. I mean, I, I could get, I maybe like. Chiefs I, Packers. That before might be the season, one. I picked. Before the season, my NFC pick was Niners, but now after the season started, I think they're going to go maybe one game into the playoffs. They're going to win one game and then lose. But mine was mine was Bucks Baltimore. That could still happen. I think I could see Baltimore, but Bucks, I don't. Uh I don't know. 
it's the defense. It it really re- it really reminds me of the year that last year that Peyton Manning won. It's that's just what it reminds me of. It reminds but if their offense can pull it together, Bill. then you know what I mean. There's, there's, there's just too many other. There's too many other competitive. Defense. There's too many other competitive offenses though, and if they can't pull their offense together, then the offense the is doing enough to win. I mean, they lost against uh, Green Bay, but the offense is doing enough to win. So. I don't know. I feel like if you put them up against like, uh... well, we'll see. They play. They play the Chiefs, so we'll see how they do against the Chiefs. They play them this weekend. I think it's the prime time Sunday night game. I think. So we'll I think that's that's that. probably that's probably exactly what I'm thinking in my head. You know of what? That's that's gonna be like, like, like a lot of a lot of the key matchups that we need to see, like in how teams are gonna how teams are gonna be is are happening this, this week. Weekend. You got Rams. You got Rams. Niners. Uh, Bucks. Chiefs. I'm pretty sure Green. Who does Green Bay was playing? I don't know. Green Bay was playing somebody pretty important. Um, Minnesota and Minnesota and ugh, Minnesota and the Saints. That's going to be an interesting game. But but yeah, dude, I don't want I don't want to drag us on any longer. But I do want to mention how um, the running backs, like all, most running backs this year, are just underperforming. Like you guys can't tell me that Clyde edwards hilaire If you'd have asked me what like where, where he would be this year, three games in. I would not have been able to tell you he's ranked fourth in PPR. Yeah, he's ranked fourth this year. That's a guy that oh, his he needed. Well, there were so many options last year that he wasn't able to really yeah. show himself. And he he's not been. He was like he just like struggled. Like it wasn't even like when he got opportunities, he just struggled to get yards. That was like the main thing. Yeah, but he he's on like, good this year. Not perform. LSU provided though. a lot of players that year. They had Edwards. They had Edwards Hilaire, they had Burrow, they had Chase, they had Jefferson. They had, Jefferson. They had, had a few, does. I think they had some linemen too. Yeah. There's uh, there's a few defensive. Actually, I guess a few of them haven't panned out. Like, Is, Even if Coach O, like after they got the championship, if, even if he didn't do great after that, his his um, recruiting skills were off the charts. I mean, that was one Easily. of the most legendary college football years ever. But, yeah. But yeah, I guess... Hey, that's it for for everything yeah, today. Um, hey, thank you. If you guys, for, uh, if you guys like to have, yeah, uh, yeah thanks, thanks for, for having on. us on. Yeah, if you guys in the comments want to have these guys on again, just let us know, and we'll be happy to. I'm pretty sure they'll be happy to come back on. So, talk yeah. about. Thank uh, you guys so much for listening or something. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll yeah, be on. One, yeah, we got a little bit of One Piece talk coming soon with Parker. We got to wait for Mister Ish to. Uh, we'll have a. We'll have. We have a. One Piece episode planned with Parker, and then we got a Pokemon episode planned with Ethan. So, yes, look forward to that.